Welcome to another Halloween episode of the Hyperfix Nation podcast with your hosts, McKenna, Bailey, and of course me, Caden. <laughs> now, let's get into the show, shall we? <laughs> Hello again, everyone. <laughs> the Shut month up, Caden, may- you're scaring the children in the back. <laughs> okay. Can I finish my intro? Yes. Hey, hey everyone. It's another Halloween episode. Uh, so Significantly less spooky. Yeah, spooky. Uh, oh, McKenna's Welcome to the Hyper... Welcome to the Hyper Fix Nation. Okay, anyways. Um, so just a, a, a disclaimer. I know we've done a couple of these, but this one is pre-recorded about a week early. So... Yes. Oh. Again, if something happens... We won't know, so yep. we'll leave we that one like, to the wind. Don't like if Warner Brothers cards. decides, if Warner Brothers decides to do another shitty thing, we Warner will Brothers no has clue. actually. Um, hey everyone, welcome to this week in time. Warner Brothers has decided to end me. I am being canceled at Warner Brothers. They've put a finally. Gun, they've put a gun <laughs> to my head. It's the end for me. Farewell. <laughs> Thank you for all the fish. This is it. So this week, uh, since there's, we can't really talk about the news again, since this is in the past, we are going to start with our feature film discussion. And then we're going to go into kind of like a sub discussion on it. For the fourth week of Caden's spooky month, I picked Candyman because yeah. I Candyman. wanted to put a slow one in here for Bailey because Bailey likes slow, thinky brain I like, movies. I like <gasps> the slow... I like, like the thematical movies. Yeah. They like they like the movies that will like take your eyeballs and force you to like lift your eyelids so that you could just watch the film. Like yeah. you have to get safety pins and like yeah, <laughs> put them up. So the yeah, I put that there. Movies. And next week is kind of for McKenna, so it's also mostly yes. for me though. So yeah, it is mostly for you. You you know <laughs> what I want. That's this that's the it. one for all of us. This isn't Caden's spooky month. This is Caden's rated R, gory, uh, slasher, torture woman month. <laughs> and I'm sick Well, and last tired week of there it. were no women deaths, alright? No women died in the thing. So, hmm, how about that? That is a fair point. Put Only that in your pipe. Kurt and Russell did, how- and he's an honorary woman, Caden. Kurt Russell didn't even die. Okay, no, he didn't, well, well, but I okay. assume that he did, probably. That's for last week. Go listen to last week's That's episode. for last week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what did... Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll give the synopsis first. Candyman is about a girl in... Is it... I can't remember if it's Chicago or Detroit. In Australia? It's Chicago. Is it Chicago? I get it my is. bad cities I never want to go to mixed up. Anyways... She lives there, and she wants to do a story about an urban legend called the Candyman, who is summoned, if you say his name, into the mirror five times. She does Pretty much this. Bloody Mary, but a man. Yeah. And then Candyman shows up and just kind of ruins her life for a while. Uh, just kind of makes her become the killer for him. And then she saves a baby and then becomes the Candyman at the end. Which is and so then, dumb, and I hate Yeah, that it's scene. a terrible ending. <laughs> it's a bad yeah. ending. I guess we're jumping into the ending. It's it doesn't make any sense. I don't even know if they do anything with it in the sequels. I haven't watched the sequels. Don't. 
don't watch them. Yeah, don't watch the sequels. I have not heard many good things. Mm. Yeah, so what did you guys think of El Candyman? Like I said, I hated the ending. Yeah. However, the ten minutes of the end, like, if they stopped it right when she saved the baby and everyone was looking on around her... Perfect ending. Perfect, that would right? Have been exactly. Beautiful. But I like even, the funeral you can, scene. Well, you I could like cut. The you scene. know what? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I honestly, the funeral's I don't, fine. I don't think it's necessary, but I do think it is. I no, think instead I think of the so. funeral, it is, it is okay. instead of the funeral, you just have it cut to the last shot of the movie that goes into the credits, where it like is in the the like bad part of Cabrini Greens, where it's like showing the mural with her in it. You know. That shot. That's fair. I say, oh, yeah. save the baby, cut to that, credits. That's fair. Yes. I just, I I think the funeral scene didn't really make sense to me because everyone before she saved, like, okay, if I was an onlooker, because mm-hmm. so for everyone who doesn't know, throughout the movie, Candyman tortures her to, like, make her do stuff, and one of the things that she's accused of doing, which she didn't do, the Candyman did, was steal a child or murder the child they don't know because the child's gone and she's getting visions of where the child is and so she goes uh in the end and she saves the child from like this large pile of rubbish the bonfire yeah 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 uh and so rubbish and so she climbs underneath there to get the baby and by this point she escaped she escaped the mental hospital so like she was in a mental hospital because she supposedly killed all these people killed people yeah and was going yeah. crazy because she saw Candyman, but nobody else did yeah and everyone so who did was dead so. she hears the baby goes to save the baby but then this kid who's scared of the candy man saw a hook that she was holding and it was like the candy man's in there we gotta go kill that him. little kid is the best part of the movie by the way he was great that little True. kid's the goat True. love him and also great. he sounded just like that i gotta go kill the candy man <laughs> he didn't but yeah <laughs> um and then he's a smoker and then yep. uh she went to go save the baby and she brings it out but the kid fires the rubbish the rubbish lights in a blaze lights it and uh she dies from her wounds but she saves the baby and like everyone's watching her and they're like omg she saved the child but honestly if i was an onlooker i would have been like what's this psychotic lady like where did she get the ba- what is happening <laughs> how'd she get I, into this like, pile of wood we've it been actually, building for weeks it actually yeah. touches on that it actually touches on that a little bit in the reboot which we will get oh, on yeah. about we'll get to that and, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I don't understand why all those people be at her funeral being like she was an amazing hero it's like no cause technically you still think that she stole your child and murdered those people yeah that's pretty fair honestly <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so there is the no need for the funeral really scene it's funny that this movie is like kind of like in, it's a very african-american story i would say mm-hmm. even though yeah. the main character is a white girl and it was written by a white guy and directed and directed it's just kind of funny because like it it should add up but it really doesn't you know the, but, um, the last scene definitely does help to add to know that it is written and directed by a white person because yeah. it's like oh now they forgive her and stuff yeah. But also the funeral scene gives us the best thing, which is the little kid in the little candy man jacket. So Yeah, that's pretty great. I wanna talk about since we kinda just started at the end and we've pretty much just been working our way backwards, I wanna go back to the start <laughs> of the movie instead. Um music good. The music <laughs> is so good. Music really good. Yeah. 
Mr. 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 Glass is who it's by. I don't remember his actual name. Oh, I I I should get my notes out, but that was like the first note I took was this music's a banger. Everyone, it's like it's like bum bum bum. I don't don't know how to do it, but it's really good. It's got choral. It's got got a choir choir elements. Yeah, anything with a choir immediately hooks me. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I think it's the best horror score ever made. And if I'm wrong, prove me wrong. But I think it's the best. It's very iconic. Yeah, like if I you like heard... Paranorman. No, that's false. Paranorman's my favorite Halloween score. I haven't watched Paranorman. That's Sorry. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that was a rant. <laughs> but I think if you hear this, it's so undeniably Candyman. You know, like very any true. part of it. Also, it's got Tony... the mysticism and like... Tony Todd is the goat. Like, <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. he's great. He was amazing. Like, I feel like he should be appreciated more among the like icons of horror. Because, you Very know, true. whenever you see those, like, mm-hmm. icons of horror merch, it's always, like, oh, Jason, Freddy, Myers, and then, like, put it on shuffle, but it usually ends up being Pennywise. Put put Candyman in there. He's cool. Yeah, true. Got a there. hook hand. He's rad. Put, put his ass in Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'd be perfect. Like, perfect. he's been rumored for years. I don't know why they didn't, like, I would have even Especially. taken the remake version. Like, That's I'm, true. I, especially, no. especially if he's voiced. If yeah. especially if he's voiced by Tony God, Todd. Yeah, that uh, would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you it can just nice. hear him. Yeah. Kind of hot. He's kind of hot. I want to be a <laughs> victim. Is all I'm saying. We we agree. We would summon him just to hear Tony Todd's voice. Mm-hmm. I have I have a mirror right by me. Do it. Don't, don't do it. Oh, no, oh, don't do oh, it. Oh, Stop oh, it. Oh, Cut oh, it out. No, okay. Um. One thing that oh McKenna, I have a question for you. What? What did you think of the surprise Ted Raimi appearance? <laughs> okay, one of my notes is is uh goes is is that Ted Raimi? <laughs> I saw it him is. and I was like, wait, you're supposed to be at the Daily Bugle. Excuse me. <laughs> wait, Daily Bugle. Wait, yeah, yeah <laughs> like he just was. Yeah. I I didn't even know he was in it till I watched it for the first time, and I was like, is that really? what? Same. Like. He's yeah, just like a I nice no little idea. surprise, and then he dies. I think he was, I can't remember. He didn't he die. He went, he went insane. He he was the bad boy. Ooh, who got Ooh. white hair? How come? Okay, I was expecting with all these white hair stuff to like someone because throughout yeah. the story, everyone it it says like yeah, the person who survives they get so scared that their hair turns literally white, and I was like, oh, is your hair yeah. gonna turn white they never or something? Do that? Cool. Do they? <laughs> it would have no. been cool if they did. She went bald really instead. Cool. Yeah, I want to throw a piece of cheese at. Helen Lyle's head at the end. Piece of craft cheese slapping on the bald ass head. Why why did she have a hook for an, for her hand in the end? I don't understand that. Cuz Candyman? It doesn't make any sense. I Pretty know, much any question about the ending is solved by just saying cuz Candyman, I guess. Uh <laughs> so we see like the swarm of bees, right? And I was yes. like and then and then right after um she's explaining the story of the Candyman appearance for Ted Raimi actually and uh it was explaining how they're in like Moses Lake and I was like just biblical stuff and but I don't think I was right no <laughs> there's not much biblical <laughs> no. yeah the, the I feel like biblical like... swarm of bees does not really come back <laughs> like it's just yeah, like it doesn't. it's just kind of just bees because of Candyman one, yeah one thing that bothers me right so I've been part of the Dead by Daylight you know fan speculation community for a while and since I've started it's always been when is Candyman gonna show up when is Candyman gonna show up and everyone's like oh, well give him bees make his power bees he loves bees. bees and I'm like 
bees are such a minute part of the movie. Like they're there, obviously. There's bees, but that's his not like hook. his whole thing. His hook he's hand and his hook. the teleporting and, and the believing mirrors. is way more important. And the mirrors, and he can like, fly? he can kind of fly. He can. That would be, that <laughs> would be kind of cool. He, yeah, and the, and he can fly with the bees. The bees. <gasps> I just want him in Dead by Daylight so that his Mori can be him kissing bees into every survivor's mouth. Something I wonder if if they took the story of the Wicker Man from just their not the bees, (laughs) no, they're in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know Um, anything about the actual Wicker Man. I only know about Nick Cage. Me neither. Hear me out, guys. We make a romantic. Wait a second. The Candyman is a romantic horror. Yeah, Kinda, yeah. it is. It's it's definitely o- one of its main whole M- things. J. Yeah. One thing I really like about this movie, and compared to some of the other ones we've watched this month, I like, um, I think each movie I've picked for this month has a different way of horrifying the audience, right? Yeah. This one is a feeling of hopelessness for the protagonist, right? kind of where you're almost like you feel bad at every turn and you're just like no why is this happening no (laughs) this sort of hopeless horror um which is kind of the same for the thing we'll talk about that last week i think that as well as this movie definitely has a different feel from the rest of them because this one does take romantic undertones which is really interesting when talking about horror i want to take romantic Um, undertones with tony todd uh, <laughs> me too. But it reminded me a lot of uh, Dracula and that and like with the romantic undertones. Honestly, yeah. Like, yeah. There's like a lot of familiar stuff with uh, Dracula, especially like the lighting with her eyes on like almost yes, almost, like every scene where she's getting mesmerized oh, sure. by yeah, Candyman. Those are like great. her, uh, there's uh more like Morticia from the Adams family <laughs> eyes on her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. This movie just does really good with a lot of its thematic elements. This is the most, like, thematic horror movie I think ever made. Like, it's so gothic, but also, like, that sort of Chicago style. I don't know. It's just, oh, it's really good. It's really good, Uh, yes. Jordan Peele, though, thematics? Excuse me? It definitely... (laughs) Jordan Peele would would dip his finger into this cake later on. Jordan Peele definitely, I feel like, takes inspiration from Candyman because yeah. obviously all of his uh, work is influenced by uh, African American culture, basically, which is what a huge portion of this movie is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of would like to talk about just like how good we think uh, the cinematography is, kind of, because every scene with uh, with Helen when she's being hypnotized is very. I feel yeah. like you f- kind of like, feel trapped in it. Yeah, a lot of it, and especially, like, there's a lot of shots when you're indoors that feel very claustrophobic. Like, especially in the scene where she wakes up and sees the dead dog and then goes in and the baby's <sighs> oh. missing. That scene is so stressful and tense, and it feels like the room is, like, three inches wide, you know? It just, like, it's... That it's squished. It's a squishy little like zone. Very true. As I said before, it gives off Dracula vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. With kind of the way it was cinemat- cinematographed. 
cinema cinematographically maybe yeah. i don't know that's not a real word i don't think it looks it looks pretty that's what <laughs> look good movie good why does it look good though is it, is it the color grading is it the way the shots work a lot of the color is grading is really points? nice is it it's... is it the th- rule of third style in every frame sure <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> one thing I really liked was the color of the movie, like, actually. Because it yeah. had, like, it was so pale, right? Yeah, like, it, a lot it of the has movie a gross felt, color. Yeah. When it needs like, to be gross. A lot of horror movies just have their gross color, and this one was just almost like, like, it, it had the same sort of thing. Like, you know, Dungy. Saw is, like, all green, and Texas yeah. Chainsaw is all yellow, and... Yeller. This one is just yeah. Oh, but, um, and last week we talked about this, but the thing coloring, mm, mm-hmm. mwah, beautiful. Very true, very <laughs> true. One thing I think is is pretty interesting is that uh, this story is ba- or the story of Candyman is based on a short story written by Clive Barker, which I think the story was called The Forgotten. Was it? I'm not exactly something like sure. That. Clive uh, Barker, who, yeah. Bark, who Bark. actually Hel- is the same person who did Hellraiser. And it's Bush. it's very Bell interesting Bell. seeing kind of the similarness of these two films. Cause I, think, I think Clive Barker just likes to make scary monsters and then make <laughs> people want to kiss and smooch and padoodle them. That would make sense. I low-key yes. low thought that she was going to become like bloody Helen in the end or like or like an off person bloody Mary of like bloody Mary. That would be yeah. interesting. She kinda cool. did. She almost did a little. Happen. She kinda no, she, did. She yeah. became bald with a hook, guys. She became the hash slinging slasher. <laughs> the hash slinging slasher. Uh, you guys have anything else like specifically that you really Yeah I do about actually. The, the practical effects were really cool. Yeah, a lot something, of really good something really cool is that they did the bees fully practically. Yes. And um, I think Tony Todd, I think, got like $100 for each bee sting he got. And he made quite a bit of money. And also the... the, I think there was 32 bee stings in his mouth. Something to that effect. And something something even more shocking, the lady who played Helen, she was allergic to bees. And so if she got stung at all, she would basically have to go, like... She was really yeah, allergic yeah. to bees. Yeah, exactly. She's brave. And she, like, she, she didn't whole, get she didn't get she didn't get stung whatsoever. Yeah. Wow, Imagine that's like insane. this would be that would be awful to film. Like Tony Todd is like, please sting, sting me, and uh, girl is like, uh, don't please don't, no more stinging. Sting I do him, think not something. Me. One thing I think is pretty interesting is that the fact that uh, Tony Todd's Candyman doesn't show up until like forty minutes into the movie i think that really helps set the undertones of him being like a mythical figure basically i guess clive barker is just good at that because like he also does that in uh hellraiser where that's true peeps don't show up to like the very end but you like know about them the whole time and you see like glimpses of them and hear them early on yeah for both interesting yeah uh i have a really important question what is your question what type of curriculum makes you learn about urban legends? A, a thumping good one. I want to learn about urban legends. I want to learn about That's urban crazy. legends. I know. But, I want to go to a she, like cryptid class. She so 
her husband works at a university, and uh-huh. the husband is uh, having sex with one of his students. And Which I, I liked, okay, side note, I liked how they didn't, like, throw that at you, like, in your face until the end. It was just, like, kind of implied. It's like, mm, yeah. Mm, First yeah. time you see him, it's implied. Do you see how close he was to her? He yeah. was he yeah. was he was literally like this guys like like you And then her, they share and then they share the apartment uh, like an hour in I think. Yeah, something like that and it's it, it was just kind of nice how that wasn't like a focus like a main plot point. That's fair. No, but you knew that it would all crumble down in the end like once you found out like officially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like she walked up to him and, and she's like you know you're not supposed to teach these children. Uh the urban legend stuff until I'm done. It's like, dude, what? Why does he have to teach children urban legends? Yeah, <laughs> what is right. this yeah, that's fair. It's like it's like I want to go to that college. That would be rad. Like I would, I would yeah. go to urban legend college. I've been watching a lot of Invader Zim recently, and I feel like Dib would make a urban legend course in a college. <laughs> yeah, from what I've seen, I think I only saw the Invader Zim movie. Yeah, that tracks. Did I make you watch that? You did make me watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I kind of want to ask you is uh, if you guys think there's like a scariest scene in this movie. No. Ooh, scariest scene. Oh. Or like scary. a best, maybe a best it, scene. I mean, there's no, definitely not a scariest scene. I think you're right, Kenna. But I think... One of the coolest scenes is when he opens his jacket and you see like the ribs oh. and the beast. Yeah, fly how out. they do that. that That's cool. so good. Magic. Um, that scene is so good. The coolest thing that... The coolest scene. Tony Todd is a wizard. That's how they did it. He is a wizard. Always has been. Cool. That's how he got his cool-ass voice, is he became a wizard. It's such a cool voice. He's going to play Venom soon. It's yeah, I know. The it's, I'm so excited. Too. And with Tony Todd's voice in this, I, I really didn't like know how that. they add. <laughs> no, I didn't. I really like yeah. how they add a little bit of like a slight echo metallic voice to his. Yeah, it's really cool. Which is so cool. You like feel it. Another yeah. thing in common between Clive Barker's two big movies is Pinhead has a cool voice and Tony Todd, the Candyman, has a Candyman. cool voice. Yeah, he does. I uh, I think one of my favorite scenes is when she's looking through the pictures mm-hmm. um, on the on the projector, and and she's flipping through them, and uh, and then in that one picture she sees like him in the background and then like she focuses up i was like that's your evidence gal you need to go show people but she didn't yeah i thought that was cool because it reminded me of resident evil but that's all one thing i wanted to point out i noticed it on this time i've watched i've only this is the second time i've watched i'm probably gonna watch it again because i'm gonna make more of my friends watch it soon there's a moment when she's taking pictures of the bathroom and it like the screen flashes for a second every time she does one of the times she does it um the picture of the Candyman mural is in the flash really cute yeah i know like it's weird i didn't notice it the first time i was like was that is that real i went back a couple times and it was but yeah it was like i think it was when she took the picture of sweets to the suite like on the bathroom wall oh yeah on the wall which speaking of that bathroom is oh that bathroom that bathroom very gross very gross the sweet to sweet stuff was okay so you mentioned earlier, Caden. I don't know if you mentioned it on this podcast, but you mentioned that you won't watch Coraline because you are afraid of bugs. However, I have been trying to figure out what bugs are talking about because spiders are fine. 
No. And bees must be okay. Spiders are not fine? Ba spiders bad, yeah. Like, how bad? I really fucking do not like spiders. Really? Like, I, mm. I am terrified of spiders. I didn't know that. But bees are okay? But bees are okay for you. Yeah, I mean, bees in real life, bad. But bees in this are fine. Because they're almost just like a prop. When they were in the toilet, I mean, though, that messed me up. I did not like that. You didn't want to go take you a don't, in the toilet? You don't, you don't want to sit down and get stung? No. Shoot, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we really want to get into before we kind of go in on uh, remakes. <sighs> Horror remakes. I haven't really seen uh, a lot of horror remakes, honestly. I've, I'm an OG gal. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, so horror remakes. So Candyman was remade last year. Yes, I it was. went and saw it in theaters alone. It was interesting. It was one of the couple movies I saw by myself. Seeing movies by yourself is weird, by the way. Like, mm -hmm. it's a completely different experience than seeing it with it people. It is. Very but, true. Um, I did not like the Candyman remake. Like, not at all. I thought it watered down the original so much and was, like, it was almost what? like... <clears throat> what is it, McKenna? What? It was... I'm sorry. I... Because I, I haven't seen the remake. Um, yeah. But how... I what, can give a was slight it like, was synopsis. It taking, was it taking this story and just remaking it? Or was it kind of like the thing that where like, it made a prequel of it or something? I can, it was like, I, can make, I can make a slight synopsis, actually. Yeah. And I would like, like to. Because I actually just watched it today. Okay. So what this one does, it's a it's a requel. So it's kind of like, kind of like Scream, I guess. Kind of like Halloween, where they take the original... And just make a sequel, basically, but it's the same movie, sort of. But th with this one, what they do is they use the classic tale of Candyman as a regular mythical story, basically. As a, a tall tale in this place, just like, you know, how it was. But they use the actual story of Helen, which is interesting. And they also use a story of a new Candyman, because it's a... It's a figure that gets basically passed down to different African-American men who are killed for unjust reasons, basically. And what they do, it's... I won't spoil anything, but it's a story about that, and it's a story about uh, a painter. His name is, his name is uh, Tony, and it's him hey, basically investigating. Hey, basically, It's basically Tony. him investigating this story, kind of. With with lots different than the actual uh, original movie. Yeah. So it's it has a lot of changes, and the changes are fine. There's just a lot I don't see, like. See, one I one thing I don't like, like it a lot is they name a character Clive as a like tribute to Clive yeah. Barker, and he's a doink. Why would you he's, do that? Clive Barker was cool. Still is. I think there's a lot of flaws with this person, this remake personally. I gave it like a seven out of ten personally. Yeah, I think it, it was a four. I think out of 10 one for thing. Me. Yeah, I think one thing I really like is Nia DaCosta. She was the director for this movie. I really yeah. like her direction of the movie because it's really pretty. Um, the editing is really uh, interesting with it. So uh, wait, the acting's pretty good. About mm -hmm. you, Bailey. Yeah. Pretty much, if if you want to make Bailey happy about a movie, 
you just have to make it pretty. <laughs> and like and almost every single movie, you're like, it was pretty. It was pretty. <laughs> I just like. I mean, look ep- it was very look epic. I mean, yeah, that's kind of it's, the like, whole thing that I, I really like cinematography. Nice. The one like, thing I liked most about that remake it was the puppet, like the shadow puppet type beat. Oh, thing. that that, that thing Muppet was very interesting. <laughs> Dude, I would. Are you kidding me? I would love Candyman, but everyone's a Muppet except for Tony Todd. It's, like, <laughs> or just no, that keep everyone great. human and only Candyman is a Muppet of like a bee with like a little coat on. That would also like, be great. It's like you think it's a regular Candyman film until you see Candyman. Be my victim! Yeah! <laughs> something exactly. I really like about this one though is how it takes the original movie and it ta- it does something interesting with it. Yeah, because it doesn't just do the same stuff, but yeah, it does, I can, you can it tell does... it's written by Jordan Peele. Like, it's co-written. I... It's co-written. Yeah, but yeah. In the the way I described it to you last night, of course I haven't seen it for over a year, so I could be completely off about this. But it's like a Jordan Peele movie with all of the writing, but none of the creativity. All of the messaging, none of the like wonderful creativity that he has so so just... the writing but not the directing i don't know i it's i kind of agree kind almost, of disagree like story is almost kind of bland too i think it's just because peel shouldn't do remakes just let him do his own thing yeah, yeah. Peel, peel seems to do his best when it's his own ideas oh yeah, yeah absolutely or voice acting he's really good at that too yeah but that that doesn't Probably. take away that this is needed to cost his film yeah, as course, much as as much as lots of people like to slap his name on it and be like, "This is a Jordan Peele movie," it's not. It does feel like it's ripping his whole style, though. Like, you a can tell, bit. right? In my opinion, you can tell that the studio is like, "We want to make a new Candyman movie, and we want it to be a basically like Get Out or like Us. We want that." I mean, a bit, yeah. This it definitely does the thematics of this of this of the reboot it does it very heavy-handedly which i think is okay i think mm-hmm. it takes them i think it takes them in interesting directions uh lots of people complain about it which i know one specific reason why that i will not get into but i like the way that it is heavy-handedly because i mean like the original is very heavy-handed in its in its thematics yeah. as well I just think yeah. I just think it fails in in a bit of the writing. I think. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want to linger on this remake too much because I want to rip into some other ones. First, I want to say there are good horror remakes, right? I mean, the new Hellraiser that came out this month was wonderful. Evil Dead twenty thirteen, really good. But um, then you get into so I'm gonna kind of call it like the repul trend, right? Because we're in a rut right now. Hollywood is in a rut. All they know how to do is take old properties and just do them again. Like Scream 5. Which is bad. It's really bad. I hate Scream 5. It's so awful. McKenna, Why? please back me up on this. Me? You were there. Oh. You hated it too. Hmm? Me? You hated, I you hated Scream 5? You mean yeah, the you were... I fell asleep in? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I sadly cannot talk about it either because I I uh, have not seen it. Yeah. Anyways, so the killer choice uh, is so bad. Okay. It's okay. If you wanted to watch it, you should have watched it by now. All right. No, no offense, no. but like, 
I, it's it, honestly don't watch spoil. it. It's not worth it. Do you want your I like? Do you want the idea of Scream ruined forever? I then watch it, watch it. I guess I. I will watch. I've it. had some nice. Twitter arguments with a, a Twitter umfi of mine. Uh, they said that like, oh, but it, it's so true to Wes Craven. No, it isn't. Wes Craven wrote good movies. He ain't right, those. Like, it's... Uh, and Scream 6 is going to be even worse because it was so bad that Sidney Prescott left. Like, are you kidding me? It's going to be awful. Really? Yeah. I heard, oh. I heard she left because of payment reasons. I mean, whatever they want to tell you. Oh, my God. Well, well we can talk... Motherfuckers about- killed Dewey in Scream 5, okay? That's not okay. That's, <laughs> That's- not okay. Sorry, Bailey. Should have watched we the should, movie. They kill. The, one of the most important things about the entire Scream franchise is Dewey is not supposed to die, right? And they kill him. They should have just killed Sidney Prescott, right? Or the girl from Friends. They should have killed her. But no. They kill the best character, David Arquette, who would have absolutely come back for more movies. He would have signed on for a million. But they. Uh, and it's such a bad way that they kill him too it's I so think stupid I, I okay, would like so... to move on to a different one so we don't talk no, about no, no, any more no, no, spoilers because I, cause uh, I actually was going to say Caden you don't like this movie because they killed Dewey right I'm, yeah among I'm other a, reasons I'm not a big fan of it because I don't like how much it hits me on the head with hey hey this is what we need boom this is what we need hey boom. hey hey like, horror horror you guys like horror movies hey they're making new ones of those huh take a look at this we can yeah, make fun I, of those okay. hey the, you know. the first scream did it tastefully where mm-hmm. if you weren't paying attention you wouldn't necessarily really pick up on it you would have thought that it was like more of a comedy type thing you know yeah but then if you were paying attention you'd be like nice but this one it's like oh my they like woke me up from my cold sleep splashed water on your face (laughs) it's like ghostbusters right the twist at the end is very much like the the villain of ghostbusters 2016 where it's like hey hey do you like this thing fuck you right like that's basically what it is that was so bad and i haven't watched okay so some other remake sequels texas chainsaw massacre 2022 very bad i talk about it in the TCM episode. I didn't get too much into it, but it's just bad. I think what started this current rut we're in is Halloween 2018, kind of. I think there's some before and some after. There are some one... before, but those ones are more re- just plain uh, reboots, usually. Yeah. But, like, that one really was like, hey, just make the movie you already know. Bring back the people as older, and now everyone is doing that. It's almost That's like a fair. horror version of The Force Awakens. Where it's like, hey, look at all these people you liked. Look how old they are. Like, and look at them fight things that you remember. One you know? thing I will say, I do kind of like Halloween 2018. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as good as the first, obviously. I mean, I haven't watched but, it, so I can't attest. But, yeah. but I do I do like the stuff that they do with Lori in it. Uh, mm-hmm. and And her family. Is it written well? No, not at all, because it's uh, it's uh, the iconic case of terrible Blumhouse writing. Ta-da, Yay. Blumhouse. Uh, Blumhouse can but, eat my whole foot. But I one thing Blumhouse. I do think, they do capture the horror of that one a bit better than most of the remakes do. Because, I mean, it still feels like the stalker movie that it was in the original. 
Yeah. But um, there's not much to say about it because it's. That's the yeah. weird thing is that these ones are basically the same movie. Yeah. But and that's <laughs> what's kind of, the same movie. A lot of the time, they really just do be making the same movie again. Yeah. Calling it like a. Well, there are sequel. only like a few stories you can tell technically speaking, technical Lila wise, yeah. technically. And I mean, another technically re-sequel, I wouldn't call it that, is, it's more like a spin-off, is they tried it with Saw for um, Spiral. Oh, that's right. Um, I thought it was good when I first saw it, but upon further inspection, it is not good. One thing I would kind of like to talk about is how you guys think, if you have seen any good, uh, like reboots or sequels what do you think make those good specifically mainly reboots because that's what we're talking about i would say evil dead does it good because it 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 doesn't try to just it it, it's not trying to appeal to the fans of the series like me i mean obviously it does some things chainsaws and things set like one-liners to the deadites and stuff but it really is just trying to be a good movie first and an Evil Dead movie second. Same thing with uh, Hellraiser, honestly. Hellraiser was just a good horror movie, and it didn't have to be like the original. It was just its own thing. Yeah. I think I agree, mainly. Which is why which is why the, uh, the reboots that I like are specifically... They have a newer feel to them. Or at least, like, a new feel compared to the original movie. And they're not just retreading the same stuff. Because, I mean, a yeah. little bit of retreading is okay. And it's like, haha, look, this, it's, it's, kind of, it's a little bit of what you like. But ones that are just playing the exact same stuff over and over again, I don't fully like. And even, yeah. like, sequels do that a lot of the time. Like, that's yeah. why the other Halloween movies aren't very good, sadly. McKenna, you go. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I looked up. I looked up popular horror remakes to, to see like because I literally yeah. can't think of any like horror. Because I'm sure there's um, some I'm I've forgetting. Seen. Yeah. Uh, and the two two movies popped up. Um, uh, Spider Man Homecoming and Cruella. What? So I think <laughs> I think out of all the horror remakes, those are the best ones I've seen. Gotta be absolutely. It's gotta be. Of, of course. Um, of course. Oh oh oh! oh, oh. Uh, I actually found one. I actually found one that is technically a reboot in a way, which is Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City, <laughs> which no, I have is, a love hate relationship with that. Yeah. Technically, I like that. it as a Resident Evil fan, hate it as a film fan. It's a bad yeah. movie. It's funny because yeah. exactly. they say a Jill sandwich, and I go, woo. But, um, <laughs> McKenna, did you see that they released, like, concept art for that movie recently? Where there was going to be the shark from Resident Evil 1? What? They yeah, removed they the out. shark? Mm-hmm. The big the boy? Shark. My the son? tragedy. Wait, did. Were they going to put in a snake? Um, I haven't seen anything about the giant <sighs> snake and also Bisha. poison. Yeah, and then. Y- they remade Blair snake. Witch Project? Yeah, they did. Yes. And then you have to smoke the blue herb. They did that smoke one in like 2016, I believe. Poisoned. Smoking that shit that made the Resident Evil. So I would like to ask you guys, for those who have seen enough of the remakes, if you could choose one of the worst remakes and one of the best remakes. Uh, worst is Texas Chainsaw be? Massacre. Worst is Texas Chainsaw. And best is probably Hellraiser. Mm. Really? You ready for mine? Yeah. Worst is the new Scream, 
and the best okay. is Resident Evil because those are the, like the only two I've watched. <laughs> Another one I want to bring up, right, is It because that's a horror. Oh remake. yeah, that's right. Because yeah. technically that's a. It. Yeah. Um, and I quite enjoyed it. I'd ever watched chapter two. My boyfriend was like, "Hey, watch it chapter one with me," and I was like, "Okay." And then I was like, "Do we watch chapter two now?" And he was like, "No." I was like, "Fair enough." <laughs> He's like, "Save yourself." Uh, I'm trying to see what other. There was the new Jeepers Creepers movie this year, which I guess is not supporting the original guy. So I guess because you can watch that. Because the original guy's like messed up. Real bad. Yes. Real bad. Also, don't see Amsterdam. This is like two weeks after Amsterdam is in theaters, but don't see it. Have you seen don't it? Don't support it. No, don't support it. Why? Bad. What, what Direc- happened? I did. Director it's bad. bad. Director bad. So there's some other uh, horror remakes I wanted to bring up, just kind of rapid fire, um, that I completely forgot about. Uh, the Invisible Man from 2020. Haven't seen, Haven't seen Ooh, it. I need. To, I did I'm work at the movie theater when it came one. out. Child's Play from 2019. Seen that it. one's not good. That one's not. That good. has Mark Hamill as Chucky. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's Mark Hamill? great. Mark Hamill. Um, they remade the Grudge in twenty. Yeah, they remade the Grudge in twenty twenty. I was also working Haven't in theaters with that one. My fr- my they, brother watched that. He said it was bad. They remade Pet Cemetery in twenty nineteen. Remade seen. remade Carrie in twenty thirteen. One thing that bothers me, right, is there's a prequel to the thing. Yeah, yeah, there um, is. 2011 That's thing. literally just called The Thing. Yeah. Name it something yep. else. We, Name it we, The Norwegian we Thing. Like, we I mean, I think that's one, that one's a we bit did. of the, the whole thing where it was supposed to be like... It's supposed to be like a surprise that it's a prequel, which kind of sucks, yeah. but anyways. Um, Ghostbusters 2016. Uh, Were they Swedish? What? Me? Am I Swedish? No, I know. <laughs> Not oh. you, Caden. I don't care about you. I'm okay. talking about uh, in the thing, or were they Norwegian? I thought it was Norwegian. Yeah, they talk about the Norwegians. I know, but yeah. like, but like, were the people from the prequel <laughs> people from the prequel? I think they were. They were the, they were the Norwegians. It's no, about I the know Norwegians. that. I'm saying, did they have accents? Oh, probably cool? not. That would be. Cool. Oh, maybe I don't remember. Um, there's the 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, which I'm I saying. haven't watched, but I have heard. Nor will bad. we. Um, I might. I've thought about it. I might do it because it's in Dead by Daylight. It, that's the Freddy that we got, and it's terrible. Oh, the most horrifying remake of all time, 2019's The Lion King. Rob <laughs> Zombie redid Halloween. Back in 2007. They remade the. I know they did. No, I think that's just the. They did American Poltergeist. Of the Ring. They did Poltergeist in 2012. Yeah, The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Remember when they were gonna try oh, that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember the Dark Universe? Yeah. That was gonna be that's... a thing that was the whole thing it's just funny to me because universal has been trying so hard lately to get people to care about the universal monsters and it's like if you don't already care about dracula and frankenstein you're not going to be sold if you watch those movies and you're Mm -hmm. definitely not going to be sold on the mummy if you watch tom cruise's like no watch the brendan fraser one because it's actually the brendan fraser one why are you saying no bailey what's up with you no, I'm not saying no. Oh, I'm saying okay. though people should still watch the uh, the 2019 <laughs> Invisible Man. Yeah, I was about one's... to fight you. That one's not in Dark Universe, my dude. Huh? Like, I think, it's not in the I Dark think, Universe. I think that the ones Oh, I know. I know, I, but it's, I people think, should still watch it. Let me talk. Yeah. Okay. I think the ones they had for the Dark Universe was uh, Dracula Untold and The Mummy, and then they gave up. 
I'm actually right? gonna look it or, up or real fast. More? There was Year. I thought there was only the mummy, and then they were going like they had other. The ones mummy was the only planned. one that released. Was I thought for sure Dracula Untold was part of it too. I'm was not that, sure. Was that Universal? That was Universal, right? Yeah. Probably, but I, I don't think it was. Okay, part so of the on universe. Wikipedia it says Invisible Man 2020 counts, but there was Bride of Frankenstein, um, Dark Army, a movie called Renfield, The Invisible Woman, Ooh, a movie called Monster Mash, Frankenstein, Little Monsters, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Van Helsing, The Wolfman, Dracula, Phantom of the Opera. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, The Invisible Man 2, and a remake of The Scorpion King. These aren't right. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. The, I don't think those are right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, These are unreleased ones. These are ones that we're going to release. Oh. But also, These are ones that were also, planned. Also, Ren, Renfield is the name of the guy from Invisible Man. Uh, it's literally Renfield? not Renfield. No. Is Renfield from Dracula. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna find that one might not have been oh. correct, is, so I'm gonna relook at this. That, that one, uh, yeah. That's interesting. Um, That's there exactly. is a there is a new there is a movie called Renfield coming out. Oh, there is. With Nicolas Cage as Dracula. <laughs> and he's going to be a silly Dracula. No Actually, legit. Yes. So mm-hmm. wait, so it is the Renfield from Dracula. It is. Um, that's not this one though. So there was going okay. So I've cleared this up. I had to find an article. There was going to be another Invisible Man, but it got canceled. It's not the one that was done by Lee Winnell. There was going to be Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man was going to be a movie. That's what it was, yeah. Phantom of the Opera and Hunchback were going to get movies. Um, Dwayne Johnson's The Wolfman was going to be a thing. A Creature from the Black Lagoon movie. Bride of Frankenstein. I think that one was the next one planned after I know Ryan Gosling was supposed to be in one of them. And I know Van Helsing also had a movie, but, um, yeah, something like that. Oh, so... They were going to have Channing Tatum play, uh, Van Helsing. Oh, yeah, so, apparently, uh, I don't... It looks like Dracula Untold was trying to start its own dark universe, um, but... But a completely different (laughs) one. And, uh, and apparently Van Helsing was a Dracula Untold sequel, but didn't happen. Uh... Or, wait... Oh, I didn't know this about the Renfield movie. Aquafina's in it. Okay. She plays Rebecca Quincy, but Nicholas Holt plays Renfield. What? What are you? Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Nicholas Holt. That guy. I believe he plays the main guy or main white like spray paint guy from Mad Max Fury Road. Um, also, Ben Schwartz is in it. Ben Schwartz is in it. I thought Nicholas Holt who, who was he? going who to be ben the guy. McKenna, who is Ben McKenna, Schwartz? Who is he? McKenna. He's Sonic, but he plays Teddy Lobo in the movie. I, I thought, don't know who that is. Must be made up. <clears throat> I thought Nicholas Holt was supposed to be in uh, the new Robert Eggers movie of... Watch him, like, double dip Nosferatu in Nosferatu. There is one image of Nicolas Cage as, um... Dracula. Dracula, so we'll put that somewhere for everyone to see. But, um... Yeah, we'll put it on the Twitter. I'm just gonna tweet it one day before this episode comes out. Just (laughs) no context. No one will know. (laughs) This is now the context. Hey, everyone. Hey, what's up? Yeah, so Renfield will come out next year. 
I got a Wait, no, 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 no. That can't be right. That's not the director. If it's okay, oh, oh. I thought the director was Adam McKay. It's a guy named Chris McKay, who was the director of the Lego Batman movie. So this movie is gonna rule. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Anyways, back yeah. on reboots and stuff. Overall, they're a very mixed bag. Most of them are very not good. There's a few yeah. highlights in there. There's but. some that are good. Watch the new Hellraiser. If you take anything from this episode, watch Candyman original and watch remake Hellraiser. I would say there's a few that people should watch. That being The Invisible Man, Hellraiser, and Evil Dead. Those are the main yeah. three. I'd say that too. I think I agree. What's your so, favorite... Oh. oh, what's that, McCann? What's your favorite uh, horror video game remake? Resident Evil 2 remake yeah yeah. that's that's the only so i think by this episode maybe i don't know again this is the past we might have more info on the re4 remake correct how does that make you feel kenna the re4 remake oh yeah there's gonna be a presentation a presentation at some time this month (laughs) for 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 a second i was like i was like they're making another movie remake or a tv show but but then, but then I processed, you said four, and I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Watch that seems Row. pretty cool. I'll probably play it, even though I've already played the original. But, yeah. yeah. What else? What other horror video game remakes are there? Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake. Possible um, Silent Hill remake. Maybe. That one probably won't happen ever, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think... Is that about wrap it up? Does anyone else have any Five final thoughts on uh, final meditations on Candyman or the state of horror remakes? Yeah. I All do right. have something to say, actually. To All you right. specifically, Caden. Me? Caden. Yes. Me? To you. Okay. What is wrong with you? It is Halloween, and you've been forcing us to watch rated R, gory, horror movies, and I just want to watch a cute little movie about some guy who's a skeleton who tries to kidnap Santa Claus. And all you've given me are these horrible movies of torture. What is wrong with you? Why can't we have a kid's movie every once in a while on here? I have been tortured myself from watching all these movies. And I wish you guys a farewell. Anyways, next week is Evil Dead Trilogy. And um, so we're going to be watching all three of the Evil Dead movies, uh, which are super happy-go-lucky, very fun, good-time movies. Nothing bad or morbid happens in any of the Evil Dead movies. I guess we can just start signing off now. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyone have anything to say before I give the old ending spiel? Nothing here. All right. Well, anyways, that's going to do it for us this week on Hyperfix Nation. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps out the channel. I'm sure you've heard this a million times before from every other YouTube channel. Uh, Leave us a review on Spotify if you listen there. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to get notifications on our videos. We upload every week. Next week, though, just a fair warning, we'll be uploading on Halloween rather than November 1st. Because, like... Imagine doing a bunch of, like, Halloween spooky episodes and then just, like, cutting it short and being like, nope, November 1st, regular movies again. But, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you all. Remember to be excellent to each other and party on, dudes.
My Wi-Fi other... is bad, so let's pause one second. My Wi-Fi! No. 